Hello and welcome to the Spirit World Center. This is a recording of Spirits and Seekers, where we talk to interesting people about their spiritual practice and any kind of paranormal and spiritual experiences that they've had throughout their lives. And today I am joined by Kiara. I hope I got that correctly. And uh, uh, Kiara, I'll throw it over to you. Can you tell us about uh, a little bit about yourself, uh, who you are, and um, uh, what your spiritual practice is like, and, and maybe how you got here? Absolutely. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for having me here. And uh, thank you to everyone to, to participate in this journey that we're going to take together today. And uh, yes, I am currently in Bali. I'm Italian and uh, I've been living in the island since almost three years uh, for a continuation of my healing journey and uh, my evolution on my spiritual practices. Ooh, my spiritual journey has been uh, the most incredible uh, and profound uh, experience uh, of my life uh, and uh, it's the, it is the pillar of my of my existence uh, so i cannot even think about uh, what could it be my life without the connection with spirit and that comes in so many different ways and form i navigated different parts um, all type of uh, different modalities from the yogis uh, to uh, the celestial words uh, to the un, uh, underworld with shamanism uh, to um, to arrive to the point where right now on my path uh, i am I am, I have dogs, like I'm in Bali, everything is open. So we need to be a little bit concerned about those sounds. Oh, no worries really at all. Natural. And um, yeah, so what I was saying is that um, I've been uh, like, the, what, what brought me to spirituality and what brought me to the space where, where I am, uh, it's has been like a profound uh, pain that I've been experiencing uh, for more than, uh, than 15 years, let's say most of my journey. And uh, on those days of deep pain, uh, on those years of deep, deep pain, uh, I were praying constantly to to receive uh, the key for that door that I saw at the end of that tunnel, that it was inside me full of demons uh, that I couldn't reach. And um, prayer after prayer, prayer after prayer, and of course, taking the action of, uh, of, of deciding clearly that I wanted to heal and that I wanted to open up my heart and come back home to myself. Uh, um, that brought me to, to remote myself 10 years ago and uh, move to, to Southeast Asia from Italy and taking that courage to do that step of, uh, of stepping up for myself and then coming out of the conditioning of a society that was really um, suffocating me. And it was not their fault or, or my fault. We're just like, you know, I had a, I had a, I had a mission inside me that wanted to come out and that mission, I couldn't express it in any way because uh, I was, I was uh, told that I needed to be in a certain way that I was not. So there was that constant, uh, you know, like, um, uh, uh, constant duality in between the person that I knew that I wanted to be and the person that I could not reach because I didn't have any any tools to arrive there. You know, I come from a very Catholic family, quite conservative, uh, uh, a lot of like rules on how I should 
be in society and how I should, you know, like present myself uh, and um, and I couldn't not be me. So at the age of 28, uh, I finally decided that that was uh, that I was arrived, you know, like, but it was not really not even it was not really anymore a decision. It was just like either I'm going to die of overdose or I'm going to survive and start my and start my path. And, and that's what I decided to do. And um, and at 28, I moved to Cambodia. I spent five years there, fully remoted. I spent the first and a half. So as I said, I came from like, I came from 15 years of, uh, of drugs and uh, party lifestyle, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, trust me, a lot of fun and a lot of pain at the same time because the fun was one night and then I was going high, high, high. I couldn't feel myself, you know, because there is something that I always want to say about it, you know, like I don't, I do believe that everything that we've been done in our journey brought to the space where we are right now. And uh, like when I was high, it was one of the only time in which I couldn't feel that connection with spirit, uh, that it was not possible to have in, other, in any other different form. But then the problem was that I was going down and the down were just like hell, literally hell. And, and that constantly unbalance of like going up, up, up and down, down, down was really not, not serving in any level. And did you find yeah. that that party lifestyle was basically a coping mechanism that it was helping Absolutely. you get through? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. It was the like it was for me like it was a coping mechanism, and it was as well like it was it was a way for me to escape from my mind in a way because when I was high, I was I was myself and my higher self in a way, and when I was down, I was kind of numbing myself in a way, and when I was neutral in that space in which I was coming back out of my you know lower, and then there my mind was. Like just like I was, I was literally going nuts because all those voices they were so, so bad, and you know, like that, like self punishment uh, and um, guilt uh, and uh, believing that I was the worst person in the world, like literally, like heavy, heavy shit. If I can be very, very honest, and that went on for fifteen years, so it was not five minutes, you know. So it's been a very long journey into that pain, and um, and yeah, and 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 at one point I was just like clearly needed to to either to either die and or 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 taking the courage to step out and and move myself out, and you know like oh this is something that I always share because it's not that everybody need to go to Cambodia from Italy to to heal, but it's just like I, I didn't have any other option because I was so trapped into that channel of, of society and, uh, and a very powerful mother that was not allowing me to be me in that way because she had some ideas of who I wanted to be and me being trying to pleasing her because she didn't love me enough when I was a little girl and so to try to, to please her like I was trying to do everything possible but then I couldn't not figure out who I was so you know like all oh, so much confusion so much confusion. So anyway, moved to Cambodia, spent five years there and I started completely healing myself. The good things about it was that I couldn't, uh, one of the, one of the things that I believe that saved me is that I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, uh, 
take any medicament. They try to put me into medicaments several times during my during my trying of recovering from my addiction. But every time that I was that they were giving me some medicines, I were I was freaking out more than when I was not, when I was not, because I could feel that they were numbing completely my brain. So I rather prefer to to not get into that. And and there is where I found yoga for the first time. And there is where I was. I remember I was back in Italy and. Um, I was desperate. I was going everywhere. I tried to find out like I, I, I needed access to spirit, but I couldn't access spirit because, uh, of course, you're talking with with, you know, like most of there are very few enlightened beings uh, that I believe uh, uh, into certain type of organization uh, and every religion is great and it brings you into that path of spirit but then when you arrive at one point and you find that there are like you know things that are not really resonate and um and i couldn't find access i couldn't find my own access you know like my mother was like go to church and pray and i was just like yes but it's not there you know like it's within me and i knew it that was within me but i couldn't access that within me door that it was fully locked and capped so um, in the moment in which I found yoga for the first time, I, I felt something shifted immediately. I remember that I went to, to my teacher house. He was teaching in his house at the beginning of it. That was like 13 years ago, 14 years ago. And I arrived in his house and I felt the tranquility of his vibration. And I felt the peace and I can still have chills when I think about it. And I felt the smell of like incense, like a smell of India, the smell of like sacredness. And that opened up a big, huge portal on me. Like it was just like this opening and I was just like, whoa, this is a word where I might eventually can find what I'm looking for. And that was the hook. That was literally, uh, that was literally the first hook that I had into this, into spirituality. You were stepping into a new world, right? You were stepping out into a new world. Yeah. yeah, opening up a door like on an apartment in Milano and finding that there were all the little, all the little connotation, if that's the right word, that they were like making me vibrating inside on a way that I never vibrate before. And it was very interesting, but I was extremely dense. I was extremely dense because like in this very up and down, imagine, imagine how much like on my body I was collecting and that's one of the characteristics of of the way that I am as well so like literally for me has been like I could not even like like moving coordinated left right and, and and left feet like it was everything was so like I, I was trying to do like even I don't know like a simple warrior pose and I needed to figure out which one was the left feet and then put it back so much frustration but it hooked me in it really hooked me in and I spent seven years of my journey since that day every single day practicing ashtanga yoga without knowing anything about chakras about energy about nothing and nothing and it was so challenging but I, every time that i was in shavasana every time that i was in relaxation i were bearing tears i was literally bearing tears and i can cry now and cry all my tears out 
stepping out of the door and finding that there was a little bit, a little bit of space mm -hmm. in my pain. And that made me keep going, you know, that made me keep going. And after one and a half year of that practices in Milano, thanks God to that man and to, um, and to a incredible psychotherapist that made me finally realize that, uh, that the problem, I mean, no, I knew it, but like he, he stand with me that my problem were not the drugs because that's most of my psychologists before were telling me just stop drugs and then you're going to feel better. And I were like, thank you very much. Like I did not come to you to receive, you know, this great insight. Like I know yeah. that if I stop drugs, I will feel better, but there is a reason why I'm taking drugs. Well, and exactly. Of that, you know, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. The drugs is a symptom of something else, right? And, and, uh, and of course, that sounds like what the rest of your journey addressed, right? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And then, yeah. So then, uh, then I, then I finally had that enough, uh, enough strength within me to say, okay, I can live now, and I can start walking my path. And uh, and to do that, my biggest, uh, my biggest, uh, my biggest desire and my biggest dream back at the time was to find silence. I never experienced silence, not even for a for a second and a half in my entire life. Mm -hmm. So my biggest dream was I need to find silence because it's only through silence that I can reach spirit. And that was really what, what it was, you know, like I needed to quiet my mind, but my mind was going so fast and I'm a fast mind person anyway. So, you know, that's also part of how I am, I am, I am, you know, created and uh, and yeah so 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 with that said uh, the journey in Cambodia has been uh, one of the most profound uh, healing uh, path uh, that I could ever think about so I arrived there and uh, I mean since the moment I say yes to myself literally like mystical uh, synchronicity and experiences and adventures start to happen one after the other one but the main things is that uh, that container of five years in which uh, I finally had the chance uh, to sit with myself and uh, honestly at the beginning it was very hard like I remember moments in which I was holding a book in my hand uh, uh, in the pool and literally heading like this oh, oh i need to get out of here i need to get out of here i can't i can't i can't i was forcing myself to stay with the book uh, to try to read for more than 30 seconds uh, and after 35 seconds i was like oh and it, oh, you know like the anger that pain that was coming back so that all went on but ashtanga was with me Ashtanga was with me and uh, and uh, and I started seeing a lot of monks uh, and uh, moving more and more into now now there is a boat passing on the sea on, on the ocean so there was a lot of like you know going through seeing a lot of monks and spending a lot of time uh, with those enlightened beings and receiving from them in, in in any in any level and there is something very specific about Cambodia that it's so profound is that there is this ancient temple so that is called uh, Angkor Wat uh, mm -hmm. and um, 
and those and those rocks uh, start to talk to me like i remember that i was going i was going every single day with my bike uh, i was bicycling bicycling uh, 20 kilometers from my house and every single day i was going with my bike sitting into this on the rocks uh, looking at the looking at the center of the temple uh, sitting there and just like waiting waiting for something to move and that's where i receive one of the first the paranormal or like you know like i i would more than paranormal i would because i believe they're pretty normal but like mm -hmm. one in one of the moment in which i have experienced uh, um an, uh, an appearing of uh, something that it was uh, in my consciousness uh, coming into form and uh, and I was in the middle of Angkor Wat I was walking uh, and after like I was walking and, and after a few seconds uh, my body dropped completely completely dropped shut off and I started to tremble like 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 like, like a shake a shaking 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 and I was like what's going on and I put my hands on my head and I like very high fever very high fever like out of the blue and I went back home and I took a tuk-tuk like the the bikes that you know like the tuk-tuk drivers uh, that are a lot in Southeast Asia and I arrived home and I closed my eyes uh, on my bed um, and I was like I don't know I got dengue or I got something right. and I closed my eyes and I saw this white bright light uh, and uh, and this figure come on my back and knocking on my back like this and smiling and laughing and say you're good. I got your back. You're good. I got your back. And I was like, whoa. And I opened my eyes again and everything was like, you know, everything was like, like normal. And, and then I closed my eyes again and this figure appeared again in this middle of this light. And it was the same to being. And he goes again and he goes like, don't worry. Don't worry. You made the steps. I got your back. I got you. I got you. And, uh, and I was like, whoa. I opened my eyes again and I kind of like it because uh, you almost had the feeling of like some mushroom experience. And I was just like, wait a second, I'm a mushroom. Like I didn't take any mushroom. Like what, what, what's going on? You know, like I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully not, not in any type of like substance. And then I fell asleep for a second uh, and I woke up uh, and I had no fever. Everything was gone and I was cleared, cleared. And I were just like, okay, that that has been the first time uh, in which uh, on a, on a adult base i felt spirit because then there are i had other experience on my childhood uh, but back at the time i forgot them like i didn't remember all of them that i mm -hmm. remembered after my awakening uh, what has happened in my childhood so so that was really like kind of like oh wait like who was that figure right and he answered something in me and it was just like there is there is a being that it's around me and uh, and is protecting me mm. so keep going on my journey i went through so much pain again back in cambodia a lot of a lot of like of course you know it's never is linear we know that the path is such a spiral up and you know you always you open up a little bit and you need to go back a little bit and then but never at the same level so it's just that spirals that moves up in this way so of course when you get like those big openings and then there is a way down again and then the ways come up again so that has been on and off for these five years 
But I arrive at one point uh, at the end of these five years in which uh, I put myself into a, into a situation in which uh, um, I really thought that I was uh, that I was going to die again because also with the drugs has been in these five years I was passing through a moment in which I was for one and a half year clean and then stepping back and then you know shorter the time and shorter the time and this right. is something that I couldn't notice that it was so amazing because I could see that every time that I was stepping out the amount of time that I was without drugs was getting longer and longer and longer and that kept me going because I knew it that I was on my path of liberation from that so I start stop I stop start fighting them and I start welcoming what mm. was the path you know to to free myself from all of that pain and I arrive at one point where again like like it's like I like I, I moved to Cambodia because my brother was there and uh, was my safe answer in in the middle of all this tumultuous like like dramas on my family and uh, and things with him went pretty bad and uh, and that was uh, and and that was part of course of the healing process that I needed to go through in that journey but we reunioned again at the end of uh, at the end of those five years uh, and that reunion with him uh, has been uh, the most uh, beautiful uh, and painful reunion of my life in a way in which uh, I died and I needed to reburn hmm. a new being. And, uh, and that's where my awakening happened because uh, it showed me all of that I moved out from and I walked out from, from the age of 16 where my biggest pain started to the age of uh, 32 when he appeared back into my life and it was exactly 16 years after. And I was looking at all of that and I was just like, what the hell I've done to myself. But I knew that at the time that I was the creator of my reality and I was in charge of everything that I was creating. So I went through this journey of hell with him, really hell, heaven and hell, heaven and hell, heaven and hell. And um, in the moment in which I decided to step out and I left him, I moved back to Milano for a holidays of uh, a month. And, uh, um, and as soon as I arrived, uh, something shifted on me very dramatically up to the point that uh, the night after that I arrived in Milano, I was uh, in my bed and uh, some entities come and visit me. And it was the first time that I was experiencing uh, like vivid entities in my bedrooms. Uh, and I was with the light on like this, uh, feeling spirit uh, all over me. They were not nice at all. And I was just like, what is happening? And my body was just like a piece of wood uh, lying down on the bed that couldn't move. And I was just like, this is something that it's, this is, this is, this is, this is something that it's, that is not normal. What's going on here? And I've been guided from a voice within me to go and take a bath up. And I were just like, okay, like to give you a little bit of, of uh, relation into that, uh, I never took a bath up uh, in my entire life. Uh, 
because I could not relax in a bathtub. I could not stay in that. Like I couldn't. Like I was just like I'm. I'm, I'm gonna go nuts. I'm gonna get out of you. You're full of this frenetic energy. Like you always want to be doing something. Go go go! Right? And okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So spirit whatever that voice back at the time I didn't know what it was but something told me to go into the bathtub and I and they were like there was this voice that was guiding me and it was just like open up the bathtub put some oil inside play your music and get into the hot water and I were like okay great I'm gonna do it also because I needed to leave in a couple of hours with my mother and I could barely walk so I were just like I need to make this body functioning so I said, okay, let's, let's, let's do it. And uh, in the moment in which I arrive into the bathtub, I start crying tears uh, that were coming from, uh, like, I don't, I don't even know where, like, it was just like, I was crying the pain of humanity, or I was crying the pain of my entire lineage, Mm -hmm. my entire lineage. So, so many tears on a pain that I was just like, okay, this pain is going to kill me now. And then I hear a voice inside me that goes, let it go, let it go, surrender into that, surrender into that, surrender into that. And I was just like, okay, I have two options. If I need to die now, I'm gonna die now and I'm gonna die with this pain or living with this pain is not gonna, serve my life anymore and the only option i had was to let it go and um, i started this healing process this is stupid my dog i started this yeah, it's just like part of sit down here so i started this healing uh, i started this healing journey in which um, for like two hours uh, i moved through like those tears that were killing me and a little bit of sense of liberation after those tears. So like there was this massive pain and a little bit of openness, massive pain and a little bit of openness. And at one point um, I start feeling my body getting so hot. Like I was in fire in fire, in the middle of the bathtub, in fire. The music was guiding me. There were all these beans around uh, and I couldn't, but I couldn't really measure and understand what it was because I was not conscious. Like I was, I was still very sleepy, like in my pain. So all of these entities were around and, and my body started to get in fire. And I was just like, okay, now, now is the time that I'm getting burned. Like it's, it's, it's arrived. Like this is, this is going to burn me. That's, that's what is going to burn me. And I, and the voice again, say, take the cold shower and start showering yourself. And I get the shower and I start pulling water around me. And finally the body get a little bit, a little bit better. And I look at myself for the first time during this process of like getting in fire and cooling and getting in fire and crying, looking at myself in the bathtub and, uh, and there was a woman that I never saw before in my entire life. I look at my body and there was a body of somebody that I never seen before. And I was just like, wait, wait a second. This body is, it's, it's the most beautiful temple I could ever has to have. And I was just like, where did these thoughts come from? because we're not my thoughts until 20 seconds before. And then at one point, uh, 
I felt the presence of a mother that came from the back and hugged me tight. And this channel from my heart to beyond the central sun, beyond, 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 start pouring love and grace into my heart. And I remember like lying in the bathtub, feeling held by this graceful mother that was hugging me and this pure light that was just like booming into my heart. It's spiritual death and rebirth. Like you were surrounded Absolutely. by spirits, you're surrounded by guides and guardian spirits and all this. And you were guided through a ceremony is what it sounds like to me, a healing ceremony that connected you, that destroyed your old self, your old ego, and rebirthed a new one, a new one that's closely connected with your higher self and that you can work with. Beautiful. Absolutely. Beautiful. And that's exactly what happened. And, uh, and you know, and it was just like, and I came out of the bathtub and I, and I remember like coming out and my spine started vibrating and I never felt that vibration on my spine. And when I took the first breath, my hands were like getting in fire and I was just like, whoa, what is that? And, and, I, and it, took me, it took me a couple of minutes to realize that I was empty, to realize literally that I was empty. Like, and I remember sitting on my, sitting on my, on my chair on the bath, on the bath, like close to the bathtub, and I was like, wait a second, where are, where are my thoughts? Where is my pain? And for the first time in my entire life, I have experienced silence. For the first time in my entire life at 32 years old. And I remember staring in tears, like crying. And I was just like, okay, great, I'm done. I'm gonna become a nun. This is my journey. I found God, God has arrived. My heart is full. I ask for silence. My miracle, the miracle has happened. Now I'm going to devote it for the rest of my life to God. And, and this is actually what I'm doing on my own way. That is not being a nun. Because that was like, again, the conditioning coming up, you know, like it was just like, which is the only source that I know. It's, you know, it's like being, becoming, becoming a, a, you know, a nun and recluding myself and, and just and just being that. And instead in the, in the following two months of my awakening, I've been guided through visit certain ancient uh, um, uh, churches and spaces where actually my spine was guiding me in which I received messages one after the other one of what the journey of my destiny would it be but like the like in like that what happened there were just like emptiness and i could see these thousands of people arising together into this new earth that we are birthing now and that was in uh, 2015 so one experience after the other one uh, i've started to remember all of that happening to my life and uh, I received a phone call when I was seven years old in, uh, in my mother and my father's house. And uh, someone called me and told me that I needed to be burned in uh, 15 minutes alive in the oven. 
and um, and we never figured it out who was that called me back at the time. Yeah. And I completely forgot that memory of that what happened until the time that I did this walk to the Virgin Mary, to Mother Mary, because she was very alive, that divine presence of divine mother. And I walked to the neighborhood where I used to live in Rome. And in the moment in which I arrived in front of the church where I went after that call, that voice came back and it said to me, you're not done with us. And I were just like, what the fuck is this voice? And I got the memory straight back of that phone call. And I called my mother and I say to her, is what I'm telling you right now really happened? Do I receive a phone call at the age of seven? And uh, someone told me that I was going to be burned alive in 15 minutes because they were coming to put me in the oven in 15 minutes. And she said, yes, that really happened. And I started to remember that after that call, what I did, I asked to my mother to send me to the church. And I went to the church and I spent like the full afternoon at the church. I don't know what happened into that church. But since that moment, I did a full walk back into my journey in each house where I lived, including the house in Cambodia, where there is no Christianism at all. Very close to my house, there was always a Virgin Mary protecting me that was looking exactly at the, at the point of my house. Always, always until the moment of that journey, until the moment of my awakening. So very big presence. Uh, I don't know who called me. I have my ideas, uh, but who knows? And, um, and that has been my path of liberating myself from uh, those very vivid memories of uh, past lives. Uh, and uh, I mean, I would not even call them past life because there is no such a thing of past and present that there is only like these timelines, but other timelines, so let's call it in this way, where I've been um, sacrificed in so many levels and to take out this, you know, this message that I'm carrying now within my heart uh, that of bringing humanity into harmony and grace, uh, I've been killed so many times in so many different ways and all of those memories. Uh, and that was very alive, you know, like that voice was a voice that was, uh, was coming from like some other dimension and were telling me that I was not doing this journey that I'm doing. And I got visitors quite a lot in my, in my dreams and, and stuff. And, uh, you know, not even my dreams, but like into the state of awakening and not being awakened. So, to go back to my spiritual practices, why this story is so relevant is because uh, once that I receive all this grace uh, and all this love uh, and this big mission from God to be a servant of love, uh, I were like, great, I'm an ex-drug addict. I have no fucking idea what to do. Like, who's gonna give me some guidelines here? Because, uh, you know, like, what are I gonna do? Like, like I, I didn't know nothing. I didn't know what a chakra was, literally. And suddenly I was feeling connected to the central sun and all beams of light. And I could like talk with plants uh, and I could feel the vibration of, uh, of a little rock. Uh, and like, you know, dogs are talking to me. Like, and I was just like, okay, great. Now, now what, you know, like, now what are I gonna do? So um, 
that brought me to, to start my 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 journey into um, into creating and, and into finding some teachings uh, that were going to um, you know to creating a container for all of this uh, immensity that was dropped into my heart and there where i start my path of yoga because the only thing that i knew was yoga so i was just like okay i did ashtanga for seven years let me go and do a teacher training and see if i can get into a teacher training and see if i can express and be a service through yoga and when i arrived to my first teacher training it was fascinating because like like I couldn't see myself in the same eyes of others that were seeing me and they could definitely feel that deep connection to spirit that it was already dropped into my heart. And I was like during the philosophy of yoga and like I knew everything. You know, like it was just like, yeah, of course, that is real. Yeah, of course. that. Is. And people were looking at me and I was like, how do you know those things? And I'm like, I, I don't know. How do I know? I just I just feel it. I, they were just there. You know, all that knowledge came back and I were just like, I, I, I don't know. I'm just like, you know, just it's just there. Like they were like talking about, you know, five dimension and stuff. And I was just like, yes, of course, it's all it's, it's, it's all normal, like, you know. And that was the beginning, but to arrive to the point in which I was just like, okay, I, I need to be a golden human. I need to be a leader of this path. And, you know, like God wants me out there. He doesn't want me in a monastery. He wants me, you know, like, and, I, and when I'm talking about God wants me out there, I'm not, I'm not personal, personified anything. Let's always remember that I'm talking about a, a energy that moves through me. Okay. So it's not any figure out there. It's just like that, 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 that passion, that that vortex inside me, right? Mm-hmm. And I were just like, okay, I, I need to figure it out what to do. And uh, and 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 I met and 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 during those those processes, one things that I forget to tell you were just like that. I got um, I got hooked uh, by the mantras of Kundalini Yoga, and uh, and those mantras uh, have been. Uh, my guardian angels uh, since the day of my awakening uh, I had uh, into my journey because I got so I was into yoga but I could like I like the idea of kundalini that word kundalini was really resonate uh, immediately after of my awakening uh, yogi bhajan actually the master of kundalini yoga that he was not in his physical form anymore was wearing me in white uh, like I came out of the bathtub and I sit down and I was in silence um, and then this figure that it was actually Yogi Bhajan came over and he dressed me in white and he put me the turban on top of my head and he was just like, you are a deliver of the technology. And I just heard about this technology. So I was just like, how do I get so angelic if I'm so dense, you know, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not, how I, how I'm going to reach that angelic realms, you know, like I'm, I'm a piece of back at the time I was like I'm a piece of shit like you know like I'm a a very like so I was just like okay like I need to find I need to find a way and uh, and I remember that I was um, that I was uh, I went back to Cambodia after my awakening and I went to see this healer that she was a kundalini yoga teacher as well and I arrived to their center and I was just like I got an awakening I'm a superhero here like I want to have the most powerful healing you have give me it all like you know like give me the best drug you have with that mentality so i arrive i arrive inside this space she said okay my first 
like my best service is <laughs> my highest service is this breath work practices that I'm gonna breathe you through, but it's quite potent. Are you sure that you're gonna make it? And I was like, of course I'm gonna do it. So I sit down there, I took three breaths and within the third breath, I was in a full on panic attack and my body completely paralyzed. And it's used to suffer about panic attack where my body was paralyzed during my 15 years of like, like death. So I was just like, oh, I, co I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe completely paralyzed again back into, do you want Sorry. to ask me something? Yeah, this was going back to experiences that you were having in those earlier 15 years, like you were having these kind of panic attacks yeah. before. And so this breath work brought that on. Yeah. Now yeah. I've heard that kind of thing before as in, yeah, there's so much trauma gets stored in the Absolutely. body. And, and there are certain triggers and, and oftentimes it's a trigger that it's helping you work through it, but your body, your ego can completely freak out. It's holding on to that trauma and that panic attack can happen. Right. So anyways, please go on. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's exactly what it is. And thank you for saying that because this is exactly giving clarity on, on something that I was going to share. And it's exactly that. So my body remembered that like there were some triggers on my on my pathways, on my chemical of on, my, on the chemistry of my brain that went to trigger something that literally immediately was like, this is so unsafe. And and within us within a second, I was frozen. Like I was just like I couldn't, I couldn't move. And I was so dense and when I was talking about that density that really what it was like I was so dense and so full of pain that um, that as soon as I start to breathe through that my body didn't take it and it was just like I'm not safe here no 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 we're not gonna do this and but I was very I was very like I was very determined and I remember talking with this healer and I told her like what I gonna do I told her like what I gonna do like I have this mission I'm not gonna give up on my mission like this is my path this is my this is this is this is what I signed up with 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 the divine like I'm not gonna I'm not not doing it and she looked at me and she was just like I'm gonna give you three mantras listen to these three mantras until your body get less dense and I was just like how three mantras do you believe that are gonna make me be less dense and I didn't know nothing about vibration I didn't know nothing about healing but I trusted her I trusted her so much and I was just like okay I'm gonna trust you. I'm gonna play these mantras. And it literally took me three years of mantras and different type of other yogas and other yoga that I studied. I had a thousand hours of trainings in yoga because I needed to, to, to figure it out how to deal with this body. Because if there is one thing that for me is essential is embodiment of your talk i'm not gonna say i'm i can't i can't stand anyone that is not embodying and teaching what they have experienced and what they have going through in their life so for me it was i see it i'm not there and until the time that i'm not there I cannot be the leader that I want to be. I can give glimpse, I can start teaching yoga, I can move, but I'm not, I'm not gonna do anything. So that for me was very clear. And um, and that's where my 
I understood that uh, I needed to go deeper into my practice. So I started to develop like a little routine for myself where I was doing my yoga every day, consistency at the same time, showing up on my mat at the same time, taking time to be in silent and being connected with God, you know, and going and still moving through all this density that it was moving through me. And it took me three and a half years uh, to arrive to the point in which uh, I finally managed to to breathe and uh, and to move through and and start moving energy with kundalini yoga and that has been uh, that has been the foundation uh, of my elevation uh, in uh, this last uh, five years of my journey so since my awakening was six years ago like it has been just like tapping into the mantras uh, and in these last three years uh, I've been just like kundalini yoga like and in a very specific way very profound way and you know like I'm I'm a little bit stepping out of like the dogma, the dogmatic side of 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 the technology because uh, imagine for for an ex drug addict uh, how easy it has been for me to bring myself back into the addiction of uh, you know I need the technology because otherwise uh, God will punish me or like the source within me will end put it in the way that you want that is myself punishing anyway so moving out of that has been. Um, has been a has been quite quite a quite a path and uh, and now and now my spiritual practices is just like i do my kundalini what i always say that for me it's primordial is that we need to breathe every day consciously we need to move our body to move stanyan energy and we need to meditate and recitate mantras. So these are the foundation. In whatever form you do, all of this, uh, and however you wanted to put it together, it's your things. Uh, the reason why the technology of Kundalini works so well is because it's a combination of all of these powerful tools uh, and uh, it works fast. And it literally like release density in a way that nothing else does because it goes to trigger certain points of our body and our brain and the, and the way that our energy pathways, they got um, this interrupted by what we've been carrying on with us of whatever is, you know, whatever is the the pain, uh, the conditioning, uh, and it goes and 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 straight away rebuild that rebuild that that pathways for us, and that's the beauty, and clear the subconscious. So, so yeah, so I'm a big fan of uh, of this technology, and uh, and that's the foundation of my spiritual practice. That's what are the tools that I use uh, with my clients when we work on a one-to-one. -one. I have an academy in which I teach, uh, an online academy in which I provide uh, those teachings uh, and, uh, and are very profound. The mantras, the sound current, the vibration of these angelic codes uh, that are literally like re-harmonize uh, our our subconscious uh, in such a way that nothing else like if i was not going through that three years of mantras uh, playing night and day day and night day and night that were cleansing me i didn't have the possibility to to arrive in the place where i am now and and being a free birth in my in my heavens you know 
Wow. Yeah. That is, that is quite the healing journey. And so the, the last, the last stage of it has really been based around Kundalini uh, yoga then. Right. And yeah, the last base of my path has been a lot related to that. Uh, and uh, a lot of Kundalini, a lot of shamanism, a lot of, uh, a lot of as well of like, like, I mean, I've been living in Bali these last three years and the way that they connect to spirit, it's a uh, very, very, very beautiful because they believe that spirit is everywhere like like there are shamans in their own way so like you know like what i love to combine is the mixing between the both so it's a it's really a trans it's it's really a uh, an alchemical journey like i really love like like i really love inner alchemy and whatever brings you into that inner alchemy of uh, finding liberation through pain it's 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 the magic and that's and that's what i've been that's what i become a master of and I, and you know like and i have no no problem on calling myself a master of it because i've been experiencing all of that in my path and i've been breaking through so much karma and so much pain and find so much bliss out of this on the other side that now my life is just a miracle lifestyle and uh, you know like i'm i'm I, I'm living guided by God, of course, with my things still, like the journey never ends, you know, and uh, we're not perfect. And it's not about that, but it's about embodying that spirit within you that is the full driver, that embodiment of your higher self that is always there. And there is no separation. For me, there were no such a thing about thinking of me wearing a hat when I go to work, me wearing a hat when I'm with my lover, me wearing a hat when I'm with my family, me wearing a hat. No, no, no. I'm only one. Yeah. And I'm my higher self. self. Yeah. yeah. And that's and, it. Well, that is such a huge part of the spiritual journey, right? Coming to identify with your higher self, leaving the ego behind, leaving all this programming from culture and from you know, even from your instincts and from this mind that we get along with the body and realizing, no, 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 I'm the higher self, right? And you know how, so sorry, go ahead. I'm stopping you. No, oh, no, 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 that, that, you go ahead. Absolutely. I... Yeah, you know what I love always? It's a, it's a, it's a reverse things that need to happen. You know, the Trinity is essential because we, we are balanced when mind, body and spirits work in balance. But the main problem is that uh, the conditioning that we have uh, received is that uh, the mind uh, is uh, a trap instead is not the mind is the servant of spirit so when we start to use spirit as a driver and then we use the mind as a tool to drive spirit where is best to go in this journey you know that's where you're living you're living from your higher self but i do believe that our personality like the positive ego, we call that in Kundalini, it's essential because uh, we we came here to this planet to deliver to this you know to deliver in this form in this in this material form uh, our presence, but it's not need to be 
that that is uh, the ultimate goal. It's, you know, succeeding or fulfilling the instance of the first three lower chakras, as you said, but is fulfilling the desire of spirit. And when that is reversed, then we're functioning in, in as, as, as a angels on this planet. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's, it's, uh, one of those things that takes a long time though to start identifying with your higher self that can take a very very long time and sometimes it's tricky right sometimes that ego or your lower chakras and all that they'll they'll trick you they'll be like oh yeah you should do this because this this is what you you know the spiritual path is right how did you um i suppose on this path how did you start to key in when did you start to realize okay this is my true path, my true will, this is what I was here to do. And, and when did you really start to feel that you were walking that path? So like the day of my awakening, the 25th of September, 2015, uh, there is where I've been uh, signing up uh, my contract uh, with my highest boss uh, and that was an an unknown an unbreakable contract so that that was it like they were just like literally were just like you receive it now you give it and it were just like clear and it were just like great so this is this is what it is then i needed to organize you know the the machine on how to operate because it was not really functioning at that vibrational level so i really needed to make sure that that vibration was high enough and stayed enough you know that's that's really the thing and grounded enough because one of the things that can happen during those spiritual awakenings is that you go super high and then you go mental because yeah you don't know how to ground that and this is one of the things that i do you know like really like so anyway to go back to your question like that day was the day in which i sign up and it was just like and i'm very determined and this is what also my friends were always telling to me like you didn't change it much like when you were taking a lot of drugs you were super super determined and taking a lot of drugs now you're very determined on finding your path to your liberation and that's it, you know, like once that aside something that that is that that is them. That is a that is a greed inside you that is just like, I need to make it happen. No fucking matter what. Uh, this is uh, my destiny. And it was very clear, you know, like, as I told you, like that vision that I had, uh, like immediately after my awakening, which I was writing down this voice that it was coming to me, it was really, it was really about creating a, a culture of golden humans uh, that are liberating uh, the planet from suffering and pain and uh, my journey is is to be the guide for for many leaders uh, that are looking for strengthening that connection uh, with their higher self uh, and source uh, and trust that that is the only way to succeed uh, in their own unique uh, impact that are here to deliver to the planet and that's really where that's really my work you know this this is my work i don't allow my clients uh, to not be in that higher self i mean of course they need to walk their journey but i but i'm steady there for them you know like i'm very steady there for them to remember them which is the version of themselves that is the one that need to take the lead 
you know, it's amazing. And I'm really enjoying this conversation because something that has come through for myself and for Laova since we started the center and even before then was this commitment. You know, there's been a lot of commitments made to the spirits over the years for us. Uh, a lot of, you know, similar experiences to what you're talking about there. And one of the things that has absolutely come through in channeling and through shamanic experiences and such is teach people how to identify with their higher self. And this is, you know, we teach multiple uh, programs at the, at the center and like there's different methodologies, right? There's shamanism, there's spirit craft, which is kind of more ceremonial and uh, based. Um, and we teach like more intuition based programs, right? But ultimately the, the philosophy we have is look, learn to work with the spirit world, learn to harness your spiritual abilities because what this does is it awakens you. It awakens you to who your true self is, right? It's it's turning away from the ego, which perhaps in your life has never even been challenged, right? And saying, okay, look, you know, ego, you're not the end all. And in fact, you're going to be harnessed to help me find my higher self, find my true self, find my true will, right? And so this has been a huge part of our personal commitment to, you know, to the spirits, to the divine, help people find and identify with their higher self. That's the thing, the thing that always comes up. I help them identify with their higher self. So I'm absolutely loving hearing you talk about this because there's, there's a huge resonance here in our experiences. Totally. And I'm so glad, you know, that, that, that we came together and as like, for me, it's so empowering and so beautiful, you know, and, and so refreshing as well, because I can feel in your vibration. I can see it on your, on who you are, the way that you are presenting yourself, that, that you are walking that, that highest commitment to your higher self, you know, and uh, and this is uh, and this is and, and 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 you know like providing that space for people uh, and 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 let them and and they can see that it's possible because I always what I say if I did it in the condition where I was everyone can do it everyone everyone I've been sexually abused uh, I've been left uh, I've been like like you know the amount that like like honestly like all all the possible pain that you can imagine. I needed to walk them all through one by one. And, and, you know, if I can, if I made it out of all of that, I always say that everyone can do it. And, you know, like not being attached on like, everyone is on his own journey. Everyone work like, you know, like that's something that I needed to learn very clearly. Like I'm not here, I'm not here to impose anything to anyone. Like it's, it's not about that. If you come to me and you want to work with me, this is the way that we work together. Because I see your higher self and I believe that you can embody that person. And with that embodiment, you can truly thrive in life and have a life that is beyond, beyond, beyond miracles. But it's up to you deciding if you want to do that or not. And I'm going to make you face it constantly. I love it. And that's my... That's my, yeah, they, but a lot of like, a lot of the people that I work with, they're like, they're scared, not scared in a good way, you know, like, but they are like, they, they know that, 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 you know, oh, well, not bullshit here. It, Cause it's terrifying, right? Because especially, you know, for, you know, what, 
I always say, you know, well, you have to ask yourself what you is you, right? You know, you have your ego, then you also have your higher self, right? And, and so I can imagine that message, you know, that message that you're communicating. Absolutely. When you tell your clients, when you tell your students that there is a huge part of them that is terrified, that ego, because it doesn't want to change. Right. I mean, I often look at like you don't destroy the ego, but you harness it as you were discussing. Right. You get those lower chakras working on behalf of the higher self. And uh, and so but that ego doesn't want to change. It's very comfortable. If it's never been challenged in its entire life, it's you know, it's like it's like a uh, a horse that has never been broken. Yeah. Right. Or a an yeah. ox that's never been yoked. And it doesn't want totally. that yoke on it, but you can. Totally. You absolutely can. But the good things, uh, but the good things I believe of what is happening is that uh, more and more people are awakening into their own way of, uh, you know, like of finding, uh, like, like, like other like of finding like a lot of people is awakening to the fact that is not true external uh, that they can find the happiness and joy and fulfillment uh, and that is breaking something into their consciousness uh, and that's already a first step you know because uh, like like again as i said like i like I, I love to talk about all of those things with a lot of people, but I'm very selective with the people that I'm working with because my life is dedicated to their success, to their embodiment. And, you know, like, and that, and that for me is essential. So there is layers that of course, you know, like, like, I do I do work with people that are already in their journey that are already transformational leaders uh, that are already because uh, and it's not to dem demystify anything but like like I couldn't access when I was doing ashtanga every single day uh, because I needed to purify my body and if you think about it that's one of the first limba of Patanjali that says first thing that you need to do after that you decided which are your your core values and you know like your ethics then you move and you and you and you purify and that's the first really layer so somebody that is hasn't passed through that layer of purification yet it's not and it's you know it's 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 probably not my ideal client you know what i mean or not the person that i would spend some some time with on a on a on a group container base right mm -hmm. Uh, your your time is precious, absolutely. And when you're trying to make that that uh, connection, when you're trying to help cause change, right? Do you feel like there's a mass awakening happening? Do you feel like there's, and where do you think that's coming from? What what do you think is leading to that? So I mean, there are there is a, there is according according to there is different things that I that I personally believe that that has happened. So first of all, I mean, we're we're moving we moved into the Aquarian age, and and we know that that has been a shift of an era. So we're moving from an era that it was uh, very related to knowledge that was coming out of uh, out, outsourcing from outside, and now there is an inner awakening that, that comes from uh, experience that we had from within. So that's a shift. Of consciousness so as uh, you know like as uh, the eras of the dinosaurs uh, change into another era you know and we moved on the outside world what does happening in 2012 was uh, that shift instead of happening outside that it happened inside Gaia as well inside Mother Earth inside Pachamama too but it happened inside our consciousness so that shift that happened really moved everything upside down and that caused a lot of pain a lot of like you know a lot of people a lot of like 
different type of experiences. Uh, I do believe uh, that everyone that is considered paranormal uh, is just an awakened being and they don't know how to address uh, their like connection with higher forms. And, you know, and they hadn't find uh, that path uh, to ground uh, those, uh, you know, those those realities, uh, those other realities into this into this timeline in which we are living and uh, and that's really for me what is all about so um so so that that happened and and again as i said like i personally believe that it's uh, you know people people are going nuts people are going mad uh, and that madness could be addressed in in other way you know like either you decide to step out of that madness uh, and 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 you know facing your fears uh, or 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 you just gonna not make it happen and 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 i have a very and i have a very clear vision of like during my awakening uh, what has happened was that uh, i clearly saw a lot of death coming and i didn't know when that was coming so when when all the pandemic started and i don't want to get into this conversation because i'm not i'm not i'm not at all into that but for me has been very clear that was uh, i almost take a breath out and say like oh maybe maybe humanity will start moving into you know like like awakening into something that it's uh, that it's a little bit more deep like there's like the outside world uh, is start like there is no certainty anymore so the only certainty that you can find is within you and living you know like if it, like we never had control over nothing but now even more like than ever like now is everything is so unpredictable and it's freaking awesome for me because uh, it's exactly living in the way that I used to live for the last six years and I and I thought that I was uh, you know like a little bit crazy instead like you know the word adapted into that so so yeah so a lot of a lot of a lot of awakening a lot of, of awakening is coming out of, of of people going and 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 deciding to not uh, um to not being in software anymore and uh, and you know like a lot of plant medicine i'm not i'm not a big fan of of plant medicine but not because of anything just because i'm not i'm not anymore in my in my awareness i do believe that it's uh, very important for somebody that wants to open up their consciousness to have one experience of two experience but overdosing again it's it's not uh, it's not really it's it, it's it's again getting hooked into into another Right. As, as Alan Watts said, like, uh, when you pick up the phone, get the message, but then you don't have to keep picking up the phone, right? Like, so get the message of the psychedelics and then you can yeah. move on to other methods, right? That is one possible way to go. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love breath work. Breath work is so profound. Like, you know, like through, through our breath, like you, we can really access uh, stay alternate state of like, consciousness that are like well well so powerful what kind of breath work do you do pranayama or is it uh, like holotropic like it's more 
it's more it's more like it's more kundalini oriented based but i do i do a lot of conscious connective breathing as well that i really like and, and i'm a facilitator of that as well but like and i love to connect with the spirit of the breath and bringing people into ceremony like breathwork ceremony are so beautiful and i do that and i and i and i lead those circles but through kundalini Kundalini breath work is just like so, so awakening, so awakening. Breath, so work, can, breath work can do unbelievable things. Like it's amazing how it can shift your consciousness. Like, yeah, who needs psychedelics when you have breath work? Like that is um, like, for, for instance, I've, I've had experience with holotropic breath, breath work. And that is just like, you know, it, it's, it is quite something and unlocks parts of you. <laughs> I, I've not done much with uh, with Kundalini breath work, but I imagine that some really impressive things are happening there. Uh, what kind of things yeah. do you find happen when you have your clients, your students doing it puts this? You on, it puts you on the edge, like it puts you like straight away on the edge of your ego and uh, you just go to the point it's just like it's triggering so many because there is a lot of breath and mudra together so you're working uh, through creating uh, new pathways uh, for energy to move through you and uh, of course according to how you move your hands we have all the planets in our hands uh, we have uh, we have uh, everything the entire universe uh, it's it's in within our hands so in the moment that we create a certain angle and triangles uh, we're moving energy on different ways by moving our hands and in the moment we stimulate prana with the breath uh, and we move rhythmatically and powerfully in a certain way that goes and trigger different um, different uh, blocks that are in the in the magnetic field and uh, like i found out like it's uh, for me like it's just like like uh, like just three minutes of any type uh, of kundalini of kundalini breathwork can 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 awaken you to a new you straight away can elevate you to another realm in in that exact moment and the amazing things about it is that there is meditation and mantras for everything for everything every single organs every single like every single uh, particle of our of your body for success for wealth for magnetism like is is a strengthening it really strengthen your entire system so if my aura is bright is because I cleanse it every single day with some very powerful breath work in order to release the density because we became we we become by nature dense. We live on a on a on a gravity planet and and where density it's it's normal. So what we need to do is to unlock the density on a daily basis and make and make the machine operating and functioning in harmony. And that's what Kundalini does. It elevates, it elevates in a way that nothing else on my personal experience. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. I think we, we only have time for one more question for me, but it's something I definitely want to touch on. You, you mentioned that um, you've had entities come through, especially, you know, in these kind of rebirth type events. And so have you had more 
contact with these kind of beings? Or for instance, do you have regular contact with, uh, with beings within your practice? And, and how does that fit in? For instance, you mentioned in Bali that there is that kind of that spirit tradition around you, this animist thought that, you know, the spirits are everywhere. And so how does that inform your experience? How do you, how do you experience the spirit world um, within your current practice? So the first thing that comes, uh, I, I love this question. Thank you so much. And the, and the first thing that comes to, to, to my heart and awareness and wants to come out is that I normalize everything. So there is no, there is not really a separation in between the spirit world and, and, and my 3D world. It's all one. Like I, 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 I talk to plants and I like everything is alive. So there is no like everything as life. And this is one of the things as well of the shamanism, right? And uh, and 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 then like in, in my practice, I'm 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 in a constant dialogue with uh, with with source, and that's really what it's all about. And then I love to play with other different beings. So I, you know, like I I do deliver and like language or whatever my language and I and I know and I can see clearly the planet uh, where my some of my consciousness comes from uh, and uh, and it's a beautiful planet with a golden temple uh, where those beings all gold are moving uh, in a very fast way they're very intelligent uh, and this is my star family I don't know the name of the planet they I thought I thought at one point they were the Arturians I don't know who they are like they didn't really say to me their name they're there they're present whenever I call my even like with my eyes open I can see them coming over now they're present here next to me on my right on my left you know and then there is that being that i've been talking about that being uh, that i keep giving him different forms because uh, for some period has been yogi bhajan and then uh, he moved to this other one and then moved to this other one because you know i tried to to, to bring him into form but it's just a very ancient being uh, that it's on my back and it's always on my back and i feel him like it's it's here like it's just like it's behind me and then there are my spirit animals uh, i have my tiger sorry my lioness um, i used to be a tiger when i was a little girl and now is a lioness and um and she's my white lioness and then i have my my um how do you call atos atos is um is a white or like it's not it's not a horse so it is the other name is a pegasus is a white pegasus so i have all those like like the unseen word for me it's like it's dreamland like literally like like take me to dreamland like i can be like in the unseen and play like so happily but like they're very here. Oh, for sure, for sure. And and how do you access these states? Like, do you do you enter? Is this coming to you while you're doing your Kundalini practice? Are you doing shamanic journeying? Are you? Um, how do you have these experiences? I think it's very embodied right now. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's something that's just coming through to you. It just you you yeah, sense it. You feel it. Yeah, I can like like it's an it's 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 they're here constantly, like you know like it's like it's uh, and of course when I do shamanic journey, like I can get into a deeper connection with them, you know what I mean or. Or I can access other layers, or I can go and travel. You know, if I want to go back home and spend some time at home on my star, on my star 
on my star, on my planet. I just, I just need to close my eyes, taking a couple of breaths, uh, putting a music that is relaxing me. I call them in and I go, you know, like it's just, it's just that access uh, that it's, that it, that it comes very, very, very easily for me. But I used to do a lot of like, like angelic realm uh, meditations and uh, connecting with the angels and uh, yeah a lot of shamanic journeys uh, but right now it's it's more about i don't know i take a walk in nature and they're there i dance yeah. oh i love to feel spirit through dance that's where really like i got in trance a lot that's where my mm -hmm. voice come out i play the drum and this is really this is really this is part of my practice. So my practice yeah. now look like that. I wake up in the morning, uh, I around five uh, and uh, I look at the jungle and I start connecting with the birds and, and with, and with mother jungle. And I spend like the first half an hour just connecting there. And then, and then I do a guided meditation uh, to accelerate the light on my being. So to bring mm -hmm. back light into, 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 into balance and then after that i go to the ocean naked uh, i pray to mother ocean i swim naked in the ocean uh, and then this is sunrise uh, come back uh, doing my kundalini and then uh, or i do some movement or i do some you know i generally awaken the breath first uh, and then from there i move into either a little bit of yoga if i feel that the body need that type of stretching uh, or I put on some music and I start drumming and dancing and 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 visualizing my audience in front of me and just like talking to them, you know, really talking to them. One of the big things that I believe uh, that it's so important um, for us, uh, um, especially as uh, light givers uh, and golden humans, uh, is to be constantly tapped into our imagination. There is everything that we can imagine is ours. And this is the way that I healed myself. This is the way, you know, I have imagined this lifestyle seven, six years ago, seven years ago, and now I'm living exactly that lifestyle. So, yeah, so that's my practice. And then I step, and then I step into silence meditation and there I go into bliss and, uh, and then out of that come out and, uh, and I start my days generally take two and a half hours. So I know it's pretty longer, but like, you know. Oh, no, that's a fantastic daily practice. I absolutely love it. And that, I mean, that is, that's living the lifestyle. That's, that's amazing. So, so what's next for you? Like, where, where are you seeking to go next in your spiritual practice and in your, and in your work and, and all so, this? Um, so I love this question. Thank you. So now, so first of all, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to receive my blessing from my highest priest very soon here in Bali. And um, he's blessing me to be the golden lady. It's, it came to him uh, and uh, this is what spirit told him that I have to embody. So there is this golden lady that is birthing right now. And I, and I love her. Like I, I love, I love that connection with this, uh, with this, um, new version of me that it's uh, that is coming uh, out of this blessing that i'm gonna receive very soon i still need to do three temples and, and as soon as i'm done with this journey in these three temples that is going to happen and then 
on my spiritual path in terms of path and now is now it's really for me time to um, to move back to europe and come out of uh, the bali bubble and uh, start um, start shaking hearts and uh, and uh, you know and and doing the work that i'm here to do so a lot of i can see a lot of like travelings and uh, a lot of like like i have my academy online that that's going to be keep going it's called golden human academy it's a beautiful container where i teach uh, kundalini and other different uh, uh, multi-dimensional teachings uh, and uh, and experiences and practices uh, so that's uh, that's uh, that's the foundation but like i'm birthing right now a group mentorship program uh, that is called the royal path uh, where i'm training um, uh, leaders uh, to embody their higher self uh, and uh, and creating that uh, very strong connection with source and uh, and different you know and different type of uh, retreats and um, and events i see a stadium full of people i see like i see like if i if i if i really need to go like intimate here what i see in my meditation is just like this huge stadium uh, or theater full of people that is vibrating so high a lot of tears uh, and just a lot of like work related to you know shaking out energy and bringing in spirit so yeah that's that i i arrive on my embodiment of my higher self still checking very well where is my ego on a daily basis and of well. course if you can dream it, you can make it. That's absolutely one thing I have absolutely found in my life, you know, that uh, you have the vision and it can, it can come, come true. And so it feels right. Eh? It, it feels like you're at the right point in your life and, and this is what you're born to do. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, this has been... Very home. Excellent. Well, this has been a fantastic interview. And we've, I've really enjoyed hearing all about you and your path and your journey and how you got here and what you do. Um, how can people find you online? Um, are you on Instagram, Twitter? All yeah. These? yeah, absolutely. I'm on Instagram and my Instagram is uh, chiara.delucia. So my name and surname, you think about light, light, Chiara de Lucia. And uh, otherwise, they can tap Golden Newman's Academy and they can find me through Golden Newman's Academy. That is uh, my website and chiaradelucia.com. That it's my, my personal website. Yeah, that's the way. And if you're listening to this on, on the podcast or on YouTube, we'll have all the information down in the show notes. So uh, uh, yeah. I can't remember how to pronounce your name again. Chiara, right? Chiara. Chiara. Okay. <laughs> I just keep, keep wanting to say Chiara. I'm so sorry. Okay. Chiara, uh, thank you so much. This has been a fantastic interview and we'll, we'll definitely have to have you back. This has been uh, absolutely fantastic. And I want to hear more about some of the methodologies you use and some of the, uh, some of your techniques and ways of doing things. So um, we would love to hear more from you. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much to you. It's been such a such a beautiful gift. I feel so energized, and uh, I really I really hope to see you again, and uh, that everyone have enjoyed this conversation, uh, and uh, yeah, that we 
have given some vibrancy for people. Absolutely. Well, you have a lovely day and take care and lots of love and light. Thank you. Thank you to you too. Mwah.